Welcome to the Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness podcast. You'll be joining Smiling Sonia on her daily morning walk. She shares information and personal insights into her own journey managing flare-ups of her condition, Molloray's meningitis. Sonia here. It's Thursday the 30th of July 2020. I'm out on my daily morning walk. I'm really pleased. I've been really consistent since coming out of hospital. I have been out every morning under normal circumstances if I hadn't been ill I would have been walking a lot further and a lot faster but I'm being patient with myself and actually one of the things I I love doing when I come out for a walk is having this chat. Is it to myself? Is it to you? But I do have I suppose an opportunity to to share what's on my mind. I want to talk about having a chronic illness and well being. So I, I thought about this morning that I thought about that this morning when I got up. And just to say I completed another ten minute meditation this morning from that podcast. It's really nice actually doing a different one each day. And usually I would do it before I get out of bed, but I this morning I got out of bed, went to the bathroom, showered, got dressed in my exercise clothes remembered that I hadn't done it yet and decided to lie down and and do it and I must say I think it, it th- I think it does have a positive effect on me I think it does and so that's part of what I really do want that to be consistently part of my morning routine and I guess I was thinking about now, what do I do for my well-being? And I think a lot of it is linked to me having this, this chronic illness, Mollerae's meningitis. Because the other thing I thought about as well, I thought about talking about mental health. And I have had mental health issues in the past. And I thought about it and I thought, well, I... I don't really want to talk about mental health at the moment because I want my my mental health to be okay, I guess. I thought I'd pause the recording whilst that guy was calling for his dog. Yeah, so I was thinking 
don't really want to talk about mental health. I don't know if that's because I'm avoiding it. And I quickly tapped on my phone, chronic illness and well-being. I saw an article, I, I can't do much reading at the moment, so I literally scan. I haven't been doing much reading at all, I haven't done any reading, actually. And some things popped up, and mental health was in there, and I thought, right, I guess the whole thing about well-being is also linked to mental health, and I'm sure that a number of things that I'm, I'm doing in terms of well-being is directly tied to, I would say my emotional, physical, and mental well-being, but I think well-being actually extends out further. Oh, I woke up this morning, I opened my eyes and I looked around my room. I painted the walls in my room white, I think about a year ago or so, or so. and I had some old Chester, drawer, Chester drawers and I painted those white as well. So the room is white. A good friend of mine uh, gifted me a lovely white duvet set. So I'm looking out into my room and I also bought some white curtains, I think at the beginning of this year. So I'm looking around this, this room, which is clear, the floor is clear, it's all clear. Now last week, it wasn't like that. <laughs> so I, when I come back from hospital, uh, I just wasn't up to putting stuff away. So there's bits and pieces around the room. There wasn't stuff on the floor, but I've got a chair in there and there's stuff on the chair. And this guy still doing social distancing. This is a, a small path. I'll wait for him to pass. And yes, I'm looking around my room for morning. morning. Looking around my room and I had this real sense of peace, serenity and I thought this is so good for how I feel, my well-being. And so something I learned over the last few years, and I've shared this on my audio journal before, about the importance of my physical environment and how that impacts on my emotional and mental well-being. I walked into the kitchen 
and it was all clear the signs are clear clean the sink is is empty and clear a sense of calm compare that to gosh three four years ago living in a totally cluttered home untidy battling <laughs> the housework and realizing when I look back just how how detrimental that was to my health at the time I didn't I, I, I was very unhappy with it but I didn't realize just how much it impacted on me and so in terms of dealing with this chronic illness I think what I do know is on a day-to-day -day basis it's it, it's always there it's a worry for me it's the fear of another attack and then when I have an attack then that that worry that fear has come true and then having to deal with the process of being hospitalized and then coming out and then And then I might have to stop as oh, I continue this. Oh, actually, I'll, I'll keep walking until I get out. There's a bench I can sit on. I'll just take a bit slower. And um, I'm not walking that fast, actually. Okay. I've just turned back the. talking about worry worrying um, so it's, I think when anybody with a chronic illness I think there's that uncertainty the unknown especially if it's a condition that people don't know much about and so it's, I don't I don't feel that much confidence when I'm in the hospital and they they can't give me any answers to anything they literally I, I reckon they look up they might have a medicine book or something and all right this is what they suggest that you treat this condition with and they just go through that process uh, acyclovir IV pain medication that is it that is it can't talk about anything else can't can't that's it and I guess what I've done over the years is I've done a lot of research myself and to try and find out I think initially you wanted to know whether it can be cured <laughs> it's the first thing cured and and then when there's a realization that actually this is something you're going to have to live with for the um the rest of your life and then it's managing it and then the uncertainty of whether 
the uncertainty of when. Um, there's a term, isn't it? So something of that comes down in your head. Um, the the <coughs> oh dear. Um, yeah. So that uncertainty is there all the time. And and so. In terms of wellness for me, uh, the first, when I was struck, when I turned 50, I'm 57 now, and I turned 50 and I had this and it was the second time, and then I had it again that year, um, I think, I don't know, I, I was thinking that I think I thought my life, my, especially my working life, I thought my working life had come to, was, had come to an end. I was thinking, how, how am I going to continue being able to work and manage this condition if it's going to just return and take me out like it, like it did? And, um, and if I lost that job, I'm 50, how do I find another job? No. So I remember that was my my worry at the time. Well, not just then. I think it's a continued worry, really. And um, yeah, so it's that uncertainty. And and then I think when it happened for the fifth time. And they suggested that I, and I think after, was it after the third time, they suggested I <coughs> take what they call a prophylactic dose of acyclovir. So keep taking it for a certain length of time. <coughs> and I stopped taking it and I got, I got, I had an attack in 2018. I'm not sure how long I'd stopped taking it. And then they said, um, after that attack, to go back on the dose and take it for two years. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, two years and two months later, as <laughs> I stopped taking it, And I had stopped taking it, actually, before the two years. I don't know why. Honestly, I don't... I don't know what... I, I think I just have this thing, I, I don't like to re rely on medication. And I, I don't know, I think... I think because I, I'd lost all this weight. And, um... Yeah, I lost the weight, exercising. Um... I was no longer in a relationship that was really toxic. Um, life seemed calmer. But maybe I, I thought that um, maybe I thought it's going to be okay. <laughs> oh gosh, maybe I thought it's going to be okay. Yeah. So, of course, um, I've been told I need to take it 
for the rest of my life. I need to take um, this dosage, 400 milligrams of acyclovir twice a day for the rest of my life. And so maybe I will never get another attack. Maybe I will. I don't know. So that uncertainty is there. And uh, I think I think I've been talking for sixteen minutes now. And um, I don't like to talk for too long, much longer. I think this maybe this well-being thing. Maybe I'll I'll talk about it over the next few days, focusing on certain things. So. I think the focus today has been on just the that uncertainty really of having a condition you don't know you don't know um, whether you're going to have another attack and how severe that might be and just just how that impacts on everything okay <coughs> um yeah yeah okay um i'll speak to you again tomorrow i'll speak to you again tomorrow but it's it's a good day today the sun is out i've I've taken my jacket off and it's tied around my my waist so my arms are out and um yeah okay you take care bye for now